0: Good morning, good morning and welcome to worship. Welcome to Pacoima First United Methodist Church. My name is Luis Garcia, pastor of these congregations. Blessings to you worshiping with us online uh, today. Welcome to this place that we call church and that is the communion of the saints, the family of God that meets here at 11 a.m., around 11 a.m., to worship God, to learn about God, and to do something about our faith. It is a blessing uh, to be able to wake up, to have some coffee, to come to church, to Sunday school, and now to worship, to worship the Lord. Before we go on in our worship, I would like to welcome and introduce our Bishop, Bishop Dori Escobedo Frank. I'll invite her to give us a, a greeting and a blessing. You can see that.
1: Well, good morning. I have a habit of dropping in to churches unannounced. And so here I am. I like to come to see what's happening and not to have everybody prepare for me so that I can just be a part of the community and actually because I just really want to worship in the different churches. So thank you for um, letting me sneak in uh, not so quietly. (laughs) Um, I, I want to affirm the work that you're doing here in your community and the importance of, of this church and each and every church. Whatever neighborhood we inhabit, that is where Christ is. So thank you for the ways that you are sharing Christ's love with the people of this community and the ways you are making a difference in the world. We recognize it. I see it. And I'm grateful for you. So I want you to know that I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your pastor. And uh, we'll continue to lift you up as we go forward. But thank you for letting me worship with you.
0: Okay, here we go. (laughs) Today, uh, the weekend of Veterans Day, remember and honor our veterans. And I wonder if there's any veteran among us today. Okay, raise your hand if you have a veteran in your family. Amen, amen. So to all veterans today, we thank you for your service to the nation. And as always, I like to say, I pray for that day when the Prince of Peace will reign over all the earth and there will be no need for nation to fight against nation. Amen. Amen. Until then, we will keep praying for peace on earth. Amen. And so for now, let us pray for places in conflict. And again, welcome to worship. This is the day that the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad. As you are able, please stand. Let us rejoice and be glad. Let us worship the Lord, our worship leaders, the cars. Blessings.
2: Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. What a blessing it is to be in the house of the Lord one more time. How many know that we serve a great God? What a blessing it is to be in the house of the Lord one more time. Let's give Him some praise this morning. Glory and honor, glory and honor, dominion and power now. Forever the Lord God of reigning with power, forever with power, greater than all you Forever the Lord God open it, and with power, forever with power, greater than all you are. you for one more time being in your presence and being in your house. We thank you for waking us up this morning and giving us the right mind and the activity of our limbs, Father. We just bless your name for being here and you being here with us and keeping us throughout the week, Father. We ask you to bless this service. Bless our bishop as she's here with us today, Father. Bless our pastor as he brings forth the word, Father. And just let your presence be here. Let no one leave the same, Father. And let us all be changed on today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We just want to take some time to give God some praise for being God not because of what he's done not because he woke us up this morning not because he clothed us in our right mind not because we can raise our hands not because we're standing in the house of the lord one more time but simply for being god because of who you are we give you glory
0: said it. God is good, all and all the time. God is good. Amen. Amen. Before our Bible reading for today, I would like to remind you that this Thursday, November 16th at 6:30 p.m., we will have our annual church conference. This will be via Zoom. And in case you don't know, let me explain that another way you can join us is by by phone. All right, by regular phone. If you need instructions on how to connect by computer or by phone, please call the office and Karina will help you, will guide you through the process so you can be in this in this meeting. So in this meeting, uh, we will review and celebrate our ministry together. But this will be a very important meeting and we're gonna talk about some issues in the future, in the near future of our congregation, so. Be there, all right? right. (laughs) So at this moment, uh, we will receive the word of God for today from the book of Joshua, chapter 24, one to three, and 14 to 25. Please stand as you are able for the reading of the word of God. Thank you.
3: Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Sechem and summoned the elders, the heads, the judges, and the officers of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to all the people, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Long ago your ancestors, Terah and his sons Abraham and Nahor, lived beyond the Euphrates and served other gods. Then I took your father Abraham from beyond the river and led him through all the land of Canaan and made his offspring many. Now therefore revere the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. Now, if you are unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve whether the gods your ancestors served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you're living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us and our ancestors up from the land of Egypt out of the house of slavery and who did those great signs in our sight. He protected us along all the way that we went and among all the peoples through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out before us all the peoples, the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore, we also will serve the Lord, for he is our God. But Joshua said to the people, you cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you after having done you good. And the people said to Joshua, No, we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said to the people, You are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen the Lord to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. He said, then put away the foreign gods that are among you and incline your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. The people said to Joshua, the Lord our God we will serve and him we will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and made statutes and ordinances for them at session. The word of God for the people of God.
2: Gave me my hands to reach out to man to show him your love and your perfect plan. You gave me my ears so I can hear your voice so clear. I can hear. The cry of sinners but can I wipe someone
0: Would you pray with me? Dear Lord, you are our God and and we are your people. As we come to this time of preaching and teaching, we pray that we can find wisdom and direction. May your Holy Spirit bring wisdom and discernment to our souls, love to our hearts and the strength to put into action what we hear today. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen and amen. Reaffirming our commitment. Now, I need to tell you that um, in in Mexico, every time the district superintendent or the bishop came to our church, uh, the pastor, that was like an obligation. The pastor invited the district or the, or the bishop, the district superintendent of the bishop, to preach that day. And so we, we, had, we had a lot of stories about that, but that's for another time. Uh, we don't go, okay. What is the story of your Christian journey? What is the story of your Christian journey? One of the first Christian books, if not the first that I read other than the Bible, is the book titled The Pilgrim's Progress by John Bonjan. So, John Bonjan, in his own words, was the most wordless of the wordless of human beings. And yet, he said, God brought his mercy. On me, he wrote this great book, um, a title, "A uh, Pilgrim's Progress," that I'm sure is still there on Amazon, and describes the journey of a Christian person from the moment when the, the when when he opened the door of his heart to Jesus through the ver- various steps in Christian lives until what he called the the celestial city. In this book, the main character named Christian, met a person named Evangelist. What a concept, right? <laughs> yeah, And, 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 and Evangelist uh, uh, talks to Christian and, and tells him, you know, you need to leave the city of destruction, right, and go to Celestial City. And along the way, um, uh, John Bonjan describes all kinds of trouble and temptations, but also rewards and strength uh, that that help Christian to get to Celestial City. Uh, John Bonjan was uh, basically telling the story of his Christian journey in, in this book. And so I ask you again, what is the story of your Christian journey. In our scripture reading for today, we have heard something about those kinds of faith journey stories. Through the public conversation between Joshua and the people of Israel. Joshua, the successor to Moses, who brought the people of Israel into their promised homeland. And Joshua, as the God-given leader to Israel, he starts to tell the story of how the people of Israel get to that specific point on their journey of faith and their journey as a nation. And interestingly, as Joshua is telling uh, their story, he starts by saying, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel. In other words, Joshua is saying something like, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm telling you what the Lord said, so I'm just the messenger. Any problem with it, go upstairs, okay? Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel. And Joshua is telling them how God called Abram out of his land and moves through the story until that moment when God has fulfilled what he promised to Abram, a land from where milk and honey flows, meaning a land of abundance for the people of Israel, a land that is going through violence and turmoil these days. But God has fulfilled his promise. God is a God of promises. And for this promise, he made a covenant with Abram. And the first part of the covenant was, uh, one of the parts of this, uh, this covenant was the promised land. God promised, he made a covenant with Abraham, and now God has done his part. God always fulfills his part of the covenant. Amen? God always fulfills his part of the covenant. Don't forget that. But a covenant, like any contract, involves at least two parties. In this case, God and the people of Israel. Because it was not only about getting a piece of land, but also about becoming, and please listen to this, becoming the people of God here on earth. All right? We we just saw that in the Sunday school, right? Covenants always involve at least two parties in a commentary it says the very first thing we learn as joshua is telling the story of of the people's journey is that this is the story of God, capital G, who called us while we may very well have been serving other gods, a small g, in a, uh, in a place far away from where God was calling us to go. The story of God who called us while we may very well have been serving other gods in a place far away from where God was calling us to go. Do you relate to that? Many of us here, we we were called while we were living in a land far away. And some of us, as somebody said, in a land far, far away. And yet, from there, God called us to follow him. But there was one special thing that we needed to do. And that was to leave false gods behind. Can you say amen to that? Verse 2, chapter uh, 24 of Joshua, long ago, your ancestors, Terah and his son, Abraham and Nahor, lived beyond the Euphrates and served other gods. Idolatry, and you can see along this passage, idolatry was one of the sins that the people of Israel constantly had problems with and you you might know unless we let go things from the past idols or whatever else unless we let go things from the past we cannot grab onto what god has for us in the future we cannot grab onto what god has for us in the future that is what god requires from the people of israel and that is what god requires from you and me today because god has great things for us in the future well actually in the present too (laughs) then we have uh, this issue a big issue that i would like to take time to reflect on so bear with me. And it is in relation to what is happening right now in Israel and Gaza. When we look at the situation uh, that is happening right now in Israel and Palestine through this passage and through the book of Joshua, we can say, well, God gave that land to Israel and you know they fought for that and all that. And as a matter of fact, I was wondering the other day, and I think I shared this with the, the Wednesday Bible study, wouldn't it be better if God had given them a land that was already empty, you. Yeah. But of course, and and we know history, uh, the exile of the people of Israel, the many times uh, the uh, Jerusalem, Israel, uh, was conquered, and how Jerusalem, um, uh, being the spiritual center of three religions, uh, how Jerusalem was destined to be in the center of turmoil and conflict, well, God had a plan. But it seems that people and neighbors, had different plans that were contrary to God's plan. While God had a plan to create a nation that would be a testimony and a blessing to many, look where we are at today. And so again, because it's not the first time, again there is a war between Israel and its neighbors, while God in His covenant promised the land to Israel, God has established that Israel was going to be an example to the nations. And I wonder, how was that going to happen? Now, Christians, Christians, we ought to see the situation through the teachings and example of Jesus. Amen. And, if, and, and I know, in situations like this one now, how can we really love our neighbor or love our enemy as Jesus taught us to love? It is unfortunate that there is such a need for some people to take sides and to justify what is happening right now in Gaza. It has been and continues to be a very complicated situation. But one thing I believe, as I try to see this situation through, through the teachings of Jesus and remember, Jesus was a Jewish person in the middle of a terrible political and social oppression. As I try to see this situation through Jesus' teachings, I believe that while God hurts to see the innocent people in Israel who died, and while God hurts to see the innocent people in Israel who were kidnapped, God's heart always hurts for the innocent people, regardless where they are. And God's heart hurts for the innocent people right now, especially mothers and children that are dying because of the bombs in Gaza. Probably you have heard said, well, it is Hamas' fault because they hide within the population, which is true. But that is the easy answer. The hard answer the hard answer is to find a peaceful solution to the problem. That is the hard answer. That is the hard road to go. And to find a peaceful solution that includes, ju- includes justice for the crimes of Hamas, But most of all, peace that can prevent the loss of innocent people on both sides of the conflict. That is the hard road to travel. Finding peace is hard. Finding peace is hard. But I believe that is what Jesus taught. Amen. For now, I increase my prayers for peace on earth, for wisdoms to to the leaders, and very importantly, that the powerful nations like the United States can help to bring peace in that region. That's my prayer, Lord, in your mercy. Side note, I just read a news that while this thing is happening in Israel, Uh, Ukraine is still going on, but there's a very hard and difficult situation in Sudan. They need our prayers as well. It has been, it is, and it will continue to be a very complicated situation, and it brings sadness to our hearts. We are not immune to that. We should not, we could not ignore that situation. And this situation is is one of the stumbling blocks that we have found on our Christian journey. But meanwhile, we are here. And we suffer because of the many issues we face as a society, as the world, in our own neighborhood, in our communities, and even in our homes. But at the same time, we have the blessing and privilege to be here today as part of this family, as members of this uh, congregation. And each one of us has come from different places, and so each one of us has different journey stories. But we all have come to this place and moment that, like the people of Israel in Joshua 24, we can look to the past and see the way that God has brought this church to what is it is. Today, amen. Some of you have been here since that moment, and you have seen the blessings, you have seen the challenges, you have seen the stumbling blocks, but also you have seen how God has strengthened this church to come to this day. I'm sure it was not easy to grow this church, but people of faith dedicated the times, prayers, their resources, service, and witnesses. Some of those people, close family, very good friends of some of you here today, but now guess what? We are in the middle of writing the next chapter of the history of this journey of Pacoima First United Methodist Church. What is going to say that chapter? Huh? What is it going to say? Right. <laughs> Survive. There's a song, well, that's for God. I want to finish by sharing this, which just something I want to share with you. And is that November has become a very special month for me. Not only because we begin to prepare for Advent and, and Christmas season, uh, but mainly because during this month, there are several occasions when, as a church, we remember past blessings. Two weeks ago, we remember, we celebrate the anniversary of the church. Last week, we remember the saints who left a mark on each one of us and and who are now uh, with the Lord. Saints that also left a mark on the history of this congregation and the community of Pacoima. Amen. Amen. Let us be proud and thankful for that. This weekend, we remember and give thanks for veterans who have served this country in in uniform in the Garcia family. Most of the veterans are on on Janet's side of the family, but I remember my uncle Tony from Texas. Tony Garcia, who served during the Second World War in Europe and received a Purple Heart, my uh, Tio Tony, was a great person, although he had a difficult life and and fought in the war, he was one of the most transparent, happy, grateful, and noble people that I have ever known. I'm grateful for that. And now, in a few weeks, we will celebrate Thanksgiving a time to recount the blessings received during the year. It is my favorite holiday, not only for the food, but because it still manages to be a family holiday without all the commercialism of so many other holidays. You know, for some reason, November is the month when we remember the stories of the past year and the stories of a lifetime in November we are invited to consider to reflect on to think about where we have been where we are now and inevitably like in our journey of faith where we want to be in the same way the people of Israel in Joshua 24 We can look at the past and see the way way God has brought us and this church to where we are today. It can seem at times that the church has a rocky road ahead, and yet the question is the same. Joshua presented it this way. No, if you are willing to serve the Lord, then choose this day whom you will serve. Are we going to answer like Joshua? But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Can you say that with me? But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. The question keeps coming back over and over again as we stop, as we reflect, as we consider the past, the present, and what we want for ourselves and for this congregation in the, fr- in the future. Choose this day whom you will serve. I can only say to that, as for me, as my household, We will serve the Lord. And how about you? How about you?
2: Now I'm giving back to you all the tools you gave to me. My hands, my ears, my voice, my eyes, so you can use them as you please. I have emptied out my cup so that you can fill me up. Now I'm free and I just want to be more available. show
0: we don't know anything about the future that was last last week's sermon okay but I like what uh, somebody wrote uh, I'm gonna share with you and you'll recognize this blessed assurance Jesus is mine oh what a foretaste of glory divine here's of salvation purchase of God born of his spirit watch in his blood well there's uh, something we can do as we walk our journey in the future we can say this is my story this is my song praising my savior all the day long god has fulfilled his end of the covenant we as people with weaknesses and failures as normal humans we need to renew and recommit over and over again so we can go when we can go on writing the story of our journey of faith. During the prayer, we'll have a moment of silence of silence when you can recommit to the Lord. Would you pray with me? Our Father, who art in heaven, we come today with gratefulness in our hearts to worship and to offer you praises and offerings of love as we have fellowship with our family in God. We thank you for all the things you have done through this congregation through years. And now for the opportunity to write the next chapter of ministry and mission of this church. Creator God, you claim us as your own. Teach us to trust that your faithfulness endures in all the seasons and circumstances of our lives our prayer is that we can move to the next level of ministry give us vision give us strength and love for the people around us in the same way that you love them at this moment in silence oh god we recommit and we say as joshua said as for me and my household We will serve the Lord. Let us pray in silence for a moment and recommit to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, as a church, we want to pray for our nation. We pray that we can be one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. That is our hope as citizens, and our prayer as Christians is that your great shalom, justice, and peace can be spread through our testimony and the ministry of our church. Of the Christian Church. May your justice and peace spread through our land and through the whole world, including and especially those places where there is war and conflict. Thank you again, O oh God. Thank you for the signs and for the strength along the way as we move in our journey of faith. Thank you, God. We pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and your children say together, amen and amen. Amen. So as we come to this uh, time when we offer our gifts and tithes as part of our worship, Let us remember that God blesses the cheerful giver. Let us receive the offering at this time. And for you, worshiping with us online, you will see on your screen the ways you can send your gifts, your tithes, your offering to the church. Blessings to you as well. Let's dedicate this offering uh, to God. Oh Lord, our God, you're so good to us. In Christ, you call us to worship you in the spirit and, and truth. So help us to connect our faith with our daily actions. Thank you for the freedom to gather and worship you. Please protect our Christian brothers and sisters in every land, those, especially those serving in uniform. May our church contribute to to an unending flow of justice for those in need. Let our lives and this offering be pleasing in your sight. We pray this through Christ, your son, and we'll say together amen and amen. Thank you, Anthony. So again, about the future that God has uh, for us, perfect submission all is at rest. I, in my Savior, I'm happy and blessed, watching and waiting, looking above, filled with His goodness, and lost in His love. As we write the next chapter of our story, let us commit to be prepared to watch, to wait, and to be lost in love for God and neighbor. Please stand as you are able to receive the benediction, and I will ask our bishop to share the benediction with us today. Thank you, Bishop. From here? Sure.
1: All right. You're going to go from this place out into the world that God has created you for. So take these words that have been given to you today out to your neighborhood and to your family and to your friends and to the people you meet in the stores and in the streets. And, And let them know that God's love for you and God's love for them will change us. And bring to them that deep peace so that we, too, can create peace on earth and continue to pray. Go out being God's Christian in God's world. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.
0: Let the people of God say... Thank you.